check, check, check. One, two, one, two. We are live. Without further ado, let's get into it. Um, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. No matter where you may find yourself as you listen to this. And um, if you're having a bad day, it could be worse. Could you be could worse. be Zion Williamson. You could, yeah, yeah. Uh, you tuned into another episode of It's a Black and White Thing. I am one half of the dynamic duo. I'm A1. You can call me Carlos. You can call me Dan. Um, please remember you can find every episode of It's a Black and White Thing by searching for the podcast app of your choice. Wherever you get the good podcast, please download, rate, give us five, five stars. Please subscribe. You can also check us out uh, as we are live on uh, YouTube by searching at Brains and Bars. You can also find um, us on social media by searching at Brains and Bars on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Um, like I said, I'm one half of the Dynamic Duel. I'm A1. I'll, hanging out with me, I got my guy A Ward. What's going on with you, man? A whole lot, man. Getting ready for a little vacation with the family to Vegas. So that's tomorrow. It's, I'm already tired. Like I, I don't think you're supposed to be tired before you go to Vegas. So I'm already, uh, you know, I've been running like crazy the last four weeks. So Four different cities over the last basically like 25 days. So, um, so yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying my vacation. So, a little rest and relaxation is always a fun thing. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, safe travels, safe travels. I think, did you, we talked, I guess we talked last week about your last battle you just did, right? We just, we had a conversation about that. Yeah, I think we did. We talked one about Street Hymns event. Yeah, yeah, we talked about Street Hymns event. That was the last battle. Then I went to Atlanta three days after I got back from Street Hymns event for Poets in Autumn um, promo shooting and photo shoot. So got back from there um, Friday night late. And so been home since Saturday pretty much. All right, cool, cool, cool. So real quick, I feel like we – I, I want to hit this subject before we get into battle rap. I know we have a, a – uh, I know we have an agenda. We have an itinerary that I have – you know, worked on and shared and yada, yada, yada. But breaking news has happened today. A couple of things I want to talk about that did not make the agenda. We don't have to dwell on it very long. But a couple of things. One, Lionel Messi, one of the GOATs, or the GOAT, depending on your how, how your sensibilities are set up with, with soccer, is coming to the MLS. They He has tentatively agreed to join Inter Miami um, at the the MLS. They're still working out the finer aspects of a deal. Um, It was between this and returning back to Barcelona and La Liga. Um, But I guess the Saudi league that was, has been buying up all these big names was out of consideration. And I bring, so that's one of the things, right? We don't really, that's just in mentioning. I say that and I bring up the Saudis because I want to get to what broke yesterday and it's still kind of reverberating across the sports landscape today. The Live Tour and the PGA Tour have announced that they are going to merge. Um, they're going to get rid of whatever litigation they have going on with, again, with each other. They're going to drop it. And you don't have to even reply. I just want to get my bars off real quick. If you got anything you want to add to it, you're more than welcome to. But First of all, I equate this to the PJ tour guys being told that, hey, guys, all of your uh, matches in the future are going to be on the app. Like that is essentially what happened to the PGA tour guys. They were arguing back and forth with Liv, um, you know, like we're, we're not we're never going there. 
they 9-11 references were made, um, blood money references were made, and then you turn around and you end up working with the very people you swore you never were going to work with. Um, to make a second battle rap reference, if these guys can work out their issues, there is hope for Easy and URL. There is hope for those two. There's hope for you and URL if those two can work out their differences and come together. The last thing I say about this subject, and, I, and we can move on. Um, I know people. I guess have, that makes me Rory McElroy, right? Like I, <laughs> I, guess that's, I guess that's who I am. <laughs> so the last thing I say on this subject is, I know a lot has been brought up about the term sports washing and how you know these countries that have really dictatorial regimes um, use sports as a venue and as a way to paint a, a better picture of themselves and hopefully have people forget about the human rights violations and all the other kind of bad things that come along with their, uh, you know, their, their authoritative, authoritative rule, right? I want to paint it in this particular picture. I think when you have the, the Summer Olympics um, are held in, it was the Summer or Winter that was held in China. One of the Olympics are held in China. Russia gets Winter Olympics. When Qatar gets a World Cup, right? To me, that is sports washing, right? That is sports washing. Um, but when you have the Saudis who, who have now gotten into the Premier League, they own Newcastle United. When you have what they're doing with the soccer league where they signed Kareem Benzema to like three years, $600 million. Messi's getting something like four. I'm not sorry. Ronaldo's getting like $400, $500 million. Um, N'Golo and Conte's getting $100 million. When they are buying these tours up and Albert Breer said it's not out of the realm of possibility that one day that this Saudi PIF uh, group could potentially own an NFL team. To me, this is them saying we're not trying to sports wash because you feel about us how you feel about us. But we're going to own what you love. Deal with it. Now what? You don't stop watching? Like if you're a PGA Tour fan who refused to get into live because of the Saudis being a part of it. Are you going to the Masters come around? You're not going to watch U.S. Open. You're not going to watch. like what are you going to do in that instance? Right. If that's the case, um, if a, if an NFL team, if some if they buy an NFL team, let's just say Jerry Jones, for whatever reason, decides he's done. And a and a Saudi back P.I.F. group. Buys America's, team. America's, America's team. team. America's team is now being bankrolled by the Saudi government. Are you going to stop watching football? The answer is no. And to me, like I said, I don't think this is about sports washing in this event. In this case, it's we own your stuff. Now what? We're buying it up. Now what? And so, I, like I said, I don't want to spend too much time on that. I just I had that thought as I, as I was kicking around and looking at all the news of the day. Um, and to me, that did not see that coming in a million years. And um, if you... If you were a PGA guy, Rory, Tiger, these other guys who backed the tour, who didn't join in and missed out on that cash grab, just to turn around and then be like, oh, well, hey, guys. Yeah. yeah they're, they're here and they're running things now. I mean, you know, I, I guess we'll see. I will. All right, man. So I had to get that rant off my chest. We can get into the battle rap side of things. We normally start with battle rap, then we'll jump to sports. So if you're here for the sports, bear with us. You can learn a few things or two, though, because I do think there are some uh, similarities between the entertainment and sports world and battle rap world. And then we're going to get to the NBA finals. 
talk maybe if we have time get into gambling and in the NFL and talk about uh, Bob Myers leaving the Warriors. So let's get into it. Uh, this weekend, the trenches card it went down um, on rapgrid.com, brought to you by the good people at Gutter City. Shout out to Easy to Block Captain. Four battles on that card. Um, it was a card that uh, did a lot of shape shifting. Shout out to Chess as it <laughs> as it went throughout the the days and weeks. Um, and so let's start at the bottom of the card. Let's start with the first battle of the night, which was, I don't think I wrote that down. Hey Walker versus Riggs. Hey Walker versus Riggs. I thought I typed it up, but I don't see it on my, on my itinerary. So how did you call K Walker versus Riggs? Man, when Riggs is good, man, he's good. I really like Riggs. You know, I battled Riggs. I think I battled with Riggs is very, very fire battle, a very great uh, Riggs uh, showing. And I, I enjoy watching Riggs battle. I thought Riggs could have got um, he could have got a little uh, um, what's the word for it? Because um, K Walker came out in the first round and went crazy, you know. And I think Riggs could have been like, oh, I'm in fifty. Dude just went crazy on me, or whatever. But he kind of stayed the course and delivered his second and third. And uh, I think I had Riggs taking it second and third, and I had uh, him in beating K Walker two one. Absolutely, I'm the same with you. I had Riggs second and third. Um, I thought K Walker's first was his best round. I thought Riggs wrote. Is it uphill or downhill? It's right uphill, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I thought Riggs wrote uphill. I thought he got better as the battle went on, um, and I had him to taking that battle to one. Like you said, Riggs very dope battle. I know he did an interview. Said he's outside. He's trying to get on RBE. So hopefully, you know, we can get to see him a couple more times this year on whatever platform choose yeah. to uh to have him all right the next second battle was real deal versus dub the phenom how you call that one yeah i mean i had real deal 3-0 i think that they just showed levels in that battle um i thought that uh it took the crowd a little bit to get acclimated to real deal style first round they kind of enjoyed it but they really hadn't figured it out yet by his second round with the line cook angle they were really bought into it was appreciating the humor and everything um and real deal kind of wrote up uh, uphill as well, you know. Um, so I had him taking 3 0. Dub the Phenom was okay, he wasn't great. Um, I did like the uniqueness of his style. I hadn't really watched too many Dub the Phenom battles, um, but the uniqueness of his style was refreshing. It wasn't like the same copy and paste, you know, Philly, Philly battler or whatever. So, um, there were some things that he said, but I thought that he pretty much played right into Real Deal's hands. All the teachers and one guy angles and stuff, and Real Deal counter wrote very well. And uh, yeah, the line cook, uh, after the line cook round. There really wasn't too much that he could have came back from. So, absolutely, absolutely, and I think Deal had another dope uh, sports bar in that second. I think it was the second round. It might have been first or second, but another sport, sports bar, a little bit of angle punches. I'm not saying that you know he is the sports bar king. I feel like you know y'all throw that out a lot, but I mean you know I I'll say this. I I kind of wish that he still had the chain because uh. Real Deal War Two with the round with just sports bars would have been a really dope, really dope uh, thing to kind of throw out there. Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like sometimes anime gets more love and battle rap than sports. So Definitely. I feel like we would need a, a select a select group of judges just to judge that particular round. Like, yeah, if you yeah. don't know enough if you don't know anything about like. 80s and 90s sports maybe you shouldn't judge this particular round sit this right right um but yeah so (laughs) sorry i want to get this well i'll save it i'll save it for a certain second so uh next battle was dot by the way i had real deal three 
Gentleman's 30 as well. Um, next up, Dot versus Enes. How you call that one? I had Enes first and third. I thought Dot second was probably one of his better rounds I've ever heard. Um, you know, Enes is just, you know, he's when, when he's lacking in content, his delivery and his rapping ability and everything carries him. Whereas Dot, you're kind of like watching him like, what's going on here? Sometimes you're trying to find out, is he rhyming? Is he making any sense, you know? Um, so at least if the content's lacking on Enes's side, you know, the performance and the punches and everything are still there. So I thought Enes got him first and third, and I thought Dot had a really, really, really refreshingly good second round. Yeah, so this is my first time ever hearing Dot rap. Really? Never heard Dot before, and – um Based on how people talk about him, I feel like I got the full dot experience in all mm-hmm. three rounds. Um, that first round, I was like, "What are you talking about? Like, what yeah. what is happening right now? What like, bro? It's like you're literally just like rhyming just to rhyme. Like, I'm not sure there's any point to what mm-hmm. you're doing." The second round, he turns up, really good round, fire round, dare I say. And in the third round, I'm like, um, "Okay, it's okay." And then he chokes. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, yeah, okay. This was the full dot experience in like yep. full like nine and a half, ten minutes. Cool, yep. cool. As far as Ness, man, like I thought it was a really good Ness. Now, granted, I haven't watched him his entire career. I thought Ness was dope all three rounds. I just thought that Dot second was probably not the. It might have been the best round of the battle between them both. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just thought he was really Dot's second was really really good. But like I said, one of the better Ness performances I've seen in a minute. And I've been watching him now for a little bit since I've been in the culture. So dope, dope battle. I definitely I know uh, I think maybe three was like trying to get it's like, hey, what about you and easy? And I'm like, I would watch that. I'd be interested in that particular battle if it ever were to go down. So, um, yeah, so I, I, I appreciated that performance from Enes. And I had it same as you first and third two one. All right. Main event. Easy to block captain versus Reed dollars. How did you call that one? I thought it was a cool battle. I thought, um, you know, it, it, it completed a solid card. Um, I think a lot of that card was just with everything leading up to it. Like you said, the shape shifting and that's the um, interference and the, the, the drop, the back outs and the replacements and all the talk about it. Like people just wanted to see that the card actually went through that he, you know, accomplished the objective um, and that, uh, and that, you know, um, it was clean. It was, I mean, the Philly crowd turned out the, the, Avocado obviously did the pay-per-view really nice as well. Um, but I thought it was just a cool battle. Uh, it wasn't like too exciting for me outside of it just being like Philly legend against the Philly up and coming, you know, the, the new Philly legend uh, per se. Um, I thought, uh, I thought easy won. I thought Easy's the better battle rapper. Um, therefore he won the battle. Um, I didn't really have a round that I necessarily gave clearly to read. Um, so I probably could have went three Oh, I think if I was going to give him a round, I think it might have been the first or the third. Um, uh, but I, I definitely think that that first round, it was a lot of misses for me with Easy's first round. Um, and then it was a hard-to-judge battle because I thought the time difference was a, was, a, was a pretty decent difference in every round as well. I thought Reed probably wrote like two-minute rounds and Easy probably wrote three, 3.15. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Easy's the better battle rapper. You know, he was he was in his face. He was doing different things. Um, some things I didn't expect were some of like the personals, you know, some of the, you know, you, you battled on an RBE kind of stuff. You know, sometimes you expect those battles like legend against legend in your own city to be like really high, aggressive, 
but not really personal like like that, you know. But uh, the, they both came with a few different angles that were that were cool. Um, but yeah, I gave easy to the gentleman's thirty, if not two one. Yeah, I gave uh, I had it easy two one. I gave Reed that first round. I thought him kind of talking that Philly talk, like where was you at? Like I really, mm-hmm. you know, I really was outside. You really weren't outside like that. I thought that particular. Granted, while from a like you said from a battle rap perspective. It's not a bunch of double entendres. It's not a bunch of, you know, um, from a battle rap perspective. I want to say great rapping from a battle rap perspective. I thought it was really effective to me. Um, I thought it was really dope kind of because it's one thing to have like Calico or somebody be like, you're not really from Philly. Yeah. Right. But when you have like one the the premier like legend from from that from that area saying, no, you really wasn't outside. I was outside. Yeah. Like yeah. me and like you said, I feel like I feel like the, the culture did easy a disservice by quoting some of the bars. Um, not the insurance one, the one that kind of people really were quoting out of that first. Now it's it's loose. I can't remember which one it was, but I'm like, there were better bars in that round. Oh, the dollar bread thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Like yeah. quoting that dollar bread thing. I'm like, nah, that ain't it. Yo. That's not it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I I felt like they should have quoted better bars from him in that first I get it. That was the one that got the most reaction. I thought it was of all the easy battles I've seen. I feel like it has been his worst performance that I've seen thus far since he's kind of burst onto the scene and got and had like a second life in battle rap, uh, which is fine. It happens. Um, you know, I mean, me and you have had some conversations about some performances like mm, we got B plus war. We didn't get a yeah. in that one. You know what I'm saying? And so um, I thought it was OK. I thought it was a cool performance. Nothing great. Nothing crazy. Like I said, I think he wrote uphill as well. I think he got bat- better as the battle went on. Reed got a little bit repetitive with some of the you not really you wasn't really outside stuff. I do think his third was really dope. I liked his third. I thought his first third were really good. Um, I should or were good. Um, but yeah, I had him two. I had uh, easy two one in that particular battle. Right. So that leads me to segue into a, a topic I want to get into. So obviously, much has been made of this card and all the different uh you know matchups that that were announced fell through backing out in the last minute and so there's been this sentiment i've seen from both battlers and fans alike that fans should not be involved in the business of battle rap right that the that battle that this is what what a battler is paid um, what contracts are being signed, how much they get paid. That is none of your fan. Your job is to show up and enjoy the rapping. That's it. So your take, and I'm going to put, I save this comment for now. Shout out to Mama Ward. I say this comment for this particular moment. <laughs> <laughs> for those who listen on the audio, this says, my son does not have permission to sign anything with URL. Um, so, <laughs> With that as a lead-in, I wanted to to ask you: Should fans be concerned with the business of battle rap? I mean, like you just mentioned, you know Lionel Messi's contract. You know, you know, we know Patrick what Patrick Mahomes made. We know, you know, kind of all of that kind of stuff in in most sports. So, um, you know. The fact of the matter is, is on the contracts, normally there's an NDA that is attached to them that says, you know, you shouldn't be telling people what you make. You shouldn't be telling people, you know, who you're battling, that kind of stuff. And a lot of that doesn't come out too often, you know, it's like, you know, but what happens is 
fans are learning that there are contracts, you know, and, um, and, you know, I mean, we've been known, we've been known that there's been contracts for years. I think that this just, this situation itself just finally got to the point to where everything was so public, you know, um, that both parties were just kind of, I mean, there's kind of been a mess right now going back and forth at each other, you know, um, I seen easy's tweet says, you know, um, Bet I bet I battle again on a big card against a big name, and you ain't gonna do nothing. You know what I mean? And it's just, I mean, he's just saying like, "Yo, I'm standing on my ten toes. Like, come at me, let's do it." You know? And um, I I guess props to him. I don't know. Uh, you know, I, I URL is a um a very very big company. You know what I mean? And so like I I don't know. They're petty and they don't like to be embarrassed. They like to be talked to like that. So I assume that this is going to continue to go on, you know, until something happens. But I don't know what. But I mean, like, look at the whole Norbs thing. Like, we we don't even know if that's over with, you know, and that's been years. So it's kind of like, at what expense, you know, is it costing easy a whole lot of money to stay in court, go through all this stuff or whatever? If so, like, is it is it worth it to you? And, you know, is it worth it to URL to spend all this money as well? going back and forth with, you know, one guy and have a roster full of 120. Yeah. So I heard you, I listened to part of your interview uh, yesterday with, with three, I want to touch on the last thing you said there with, with the, with the back and forth for URL and you were like, you know, why are y'all so invested with this particular person? Right. You guys are claiming to be the worldwide leader. You are the standard for battle rap. You say you make the stars go make another easy. Right. If it's if this is what you guys do, if this is your profession, your business. To me, I, I echo those sentiments in that I don't think easy is a threat to URL from a like, I don't expect easy all of a sudden to become uh, the next arsenal. Right. And now gutter city is throwing four or five cards a year and they have some of the biggest names in battle rap on the card. And now they are a true competitor to URL in the market space. Right. Easy is one of the hottest names in battle rap right now. And if had they simply just let the card go, the card would have came, the card would have went, and we would be turning the page and getting towards gnome impact, potentially, right? Now you have all of this back and forth leading up to it. You have shots being taken during the, the event. After the event, you drop this whole lawsuit. Docu- legal documentation, I'll put it that way. Now people are talking about his event and the lawsuit. Gnome Impact's not being so- spoken about. Like, this this week should have been all about your event. This is your one of your name brand top tier events that you put on all year you, you, with a twist in that you have these two-on-twos and now it's kind of getting lost in the wind because it's Wednesday. No one's still talking Gnome Impact. It probably won't happen until Friday. And you're not dominating the battle rap conversation in the way that you want. Right. As far as fans and should they be involved in the business of battle rap, um, guys, when battles are blocked, that's our business. Right. Yeah, you're paying, you're paying for, yeah, what you're paying for and different things. Yeah. Right. We show up to watch the battles. So when you take those away, it is now our business. Like I would love to be able to just show up as a fan. And be like, I'm here for the raps. But then when you have all this other stuff swirling around it, it makes it kind of hard to simply just block that out and focus on that. Um, I've, um, but is it a really, but is it really a night of main events? I mean, that's a fair question. It's a very um, good question. 
Um, I also wonder, um, I wonder, like, URL's technique in this attack, because to me, like, we know the matches that Easy wants, you know? Like, we know these matches, and we know that he he's wanting to become the biggest battle rapper in the world. He wants the, the, um, the Hitman Holla match that he already got. He wants, you know, a uh, Charlie Clips, a, um, a John John Adon, a Calico, um, a Geechee Gotti. You know, like these are the matches that he wants, you know. Um, and I wonder if URL is doing this, you know, all of this publicly and making this such a big idea is to kind of um, let these guys know, like, hey, if, if it if it comes up that I see that you're locking in a matchup with easy, like you realize what it's going to be, you know, on over here, you know. So, like, if they can't, if I mean, which they are necessarily going straight at easy, but they can also go at easy's opponents that he wants because everybody outside of me has some kind of affiliation with URL and anticipates and wants to be paid by URL with big battles in the future, you know? So that's just going to be uh, interesting to see is how they operate around the maybe five or 10 guys that easy's probably got on his hit list, you know, for the next year or two to, to continue to build his resume and, um, and see how that works. So um, there's different ways to attack him in this aspect, you know? Um, and I just don't see them dropping all that paperwork and going all these links to just be like, you know what? You got it, bro. You know, all right, we lost one, you know, and just stop. I don't think I don't think that happens. I mean, I so I understand, you know, I was kind of shocked at the that the the six year deal, which is essentially what it was. I know it's five years with an option. Six it years. Six yeah. year, it was a six year deal. Yeah. I'm surprised that someone who battles as infrequently as easy does simply just wouldn't ride it out. Right. He battles maybe four times a year. Try to hold. I get it. You want all the legacy guys, all the YouTube legends, so on and so forth. Ride it out. Take, you know, maybe battle Geechee next year or maybe battle Geechee later on this year. Battle a rum nitty. Get into 2024, right? And kind of take these names and just kind of maybe even take like a real sick battle. Like you don't necessarily have to battle every legend. I get he has a plan for his career, so on and so forth, but I'm surprised he just didn't ride it out. Like this that's the big thing that people are not. I mean, I don't I don't know that people have made too much of it. It's like, yo, he signed this contract along with a lot of other guys. He's actually the one that they have been like giving the best looks and options to. The entire time, you know, like, like he, it wasn't it wasn't a situation where he's in a deal that he's unhappy in. Right. Mm-hmm. Like you knew from the jump how many years you were signing to. Right. You knew from the jump that URL was going to be on caffeine and on the app. You know what I mean? We weren't doing YouTube drops. You know, you didn't have any guaranteed money or any guaranteed battles, but you are the one who started getting great battles and great money. So it's, 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 it's not like he was in a deal where he was being shelved or he was getting, you know, this, that, and the third. It really became the, the URL kind of rotting way up here. And I don't, I mean, I don't, he just, he started to think differently for himself as an artist in the middle of the contract. And he's like, yo, I don't want to be in this contract anymore. I want to go do my own thing now that I've, now that I'm big time, easy to block captain, you know? Um, and that, and that, that comes with the whole Bel Air thing. It comes with everything that's going on for him, you know? And it's weird that like, it's, it's really like a situation where it's like, you know, like you were actually being treated probably the best under any person under that contract, you know, and you decided to, 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 to say, forget this contract. 
now you're making like a mockery of what we're doing. Like we really put a lot into you. We really invested a lot into you and giving you opportunities and paying you and stuff like that. And now you're making a mockery of like what you signed. And so I think that's what it is. Like a lot of people are like, yo, it don't matter that he signed it. You should have never offered that type of deal, you know, this, that, and the third. And it's like, bro, that's life. You know what I mean? Like, let's be honest. Like companies, when you go buy a car, when you do different things, when you buy a house, stuff like that, like read, read it, <laughs> give it to somebody else. You know what I mean? Like nobody's over here just, you know what, let's just put together a contract that just makes the most sense for the person, you know, not us. Like, no, <laughs> that's life. Um, and, and, and like I said, we can go back and find clips, bro. We can go back and find clips of while he's under contract, me and him going back and forth and him telling me, you need to just sign the contract. You need to just sign the contract. You know what I mean? And so it's like, it literally just something happened overnight. Well, not overnight, but something happened in the clicks with him. And he's just like, you know what? I'm big. I, I feel like I'm bigger than them. I'm bigger than this. I'm bigger than all this. And I don't, I don't, I, I realize, you know, and in the process of it, I mean, I don't know if he's gun titles anymore. I'm, I, I'd be, I'd be interested to ask him if he, is he still gun titles? Um, I don't know if anybody's asked him that, but I'm, I'm wondering if that's not a thing anymore. I mean, I, man, this is one of those, those instances where I do wish surf was home because I would love to know his thoughts and how he would uh, approach this situation. Right. Your surf has made it clear. I'm a URL baby. I'm a URL for life. You know, what smacking them did for me, I can never repay them, so on and so forth. And you have the guy who, you know, I mean, I guess if you say surface the, the general, rocks the captain. Yeah. Easy was the lieutenant, right? But he was easily third in line in terms of most recognizable Q rating, all that good stuff. And now you have this gentleman who is like, I'm done. I Something you said, I do think, I hope it's not the case. There's a couple of things I want to hit on. We can move on. I hope that he does not consider himself to be bigger than battle rap. I understand the aspiration to become bigger than battle rap, but I hope at this point that he does not consider himself bigger than battle rap because I do think there is a humbling that comes for you in this space. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but at some point a humbling does come for you. Because at some point, I would say he's in his Geechee Gotti phase. There, that that eighteen to like twenty twenty one run for Geechee, he could do no wrong, right? Like even if you thought he lost the battle, you would have a wave of people who would tell you you're wrong, right? Yeah, and it got to I would a just say that, that that Geechee was way more outside, you know, like mm -hmm. that's and that's why it's kind of like you know he's in. He's in. A, I'm somewhat of the phase of like not losing battles, but like you said, it's it's three or four battles a year. You know, like that man Geechee was battling people every month. You know, and whether you liked it or not, you know, Easy don't got no champion of the years. He don't have. You know, <coughs> he's got a battle of the year with Chess, but I mean, he don't have no round of the year. He don't have no punchline. You know, body of the year, none of that kind of stuff. Um, you know, Geechee got, got the body of the year versus Mike P, if I'm not mistaken. You know, he's got three belts. You know, it's kind of disrespectful to say that he's in that easy in that Geechee thing as far as content and talent, but he is in like stardom and like how he's risen, like in his name and everything. Um, how he's risen up. But yeah, so I see what you're saying, but it's like there is a humbling, um, and I don't know if it's in the ring or outside of the ring. I don't know what it is, but um there is a humbling, but like 
it, it doesn't happen in the ring whenever you whenever you pick your battles accordingly. You know, it, it, can, it can be a while. You know, you can pick the battles, you know, to, to keep yourself afloat and not, to, like you said, real sick and rum nitty. Like, he's not taking those battles. You know what I mean? Like, he was only taking those battles if, if, if he just needed them on URL and he was under contract. He's not taking those right now. I mean, I hear what you're saying. Real sick, yes. To me, Rum Nitty is reaching the heights where he becomes of least of his era. Yeah. Right. And I would say the same for yourself. I would say the same for Geechee. I would say, don't want to say the same for Twerk. Uh, I'll, I'll stop. I'll draw the line at you three for now. I think you three are reaching heights where it becomes, oh, I got, I'm, I got Nitty. I got A Ward. I got, I'll throw Twerk in there too. I got twerk. I think enough people revere twerk that he he's in that space and in that conversation as well. Yeah. And so I think a rum nitty battle, like there's no shame in losing a nitty. There's no shame in losing a twerk or to or to Gotti because of how respected they are. Don't yeah. die. Yeah. Right. Don't die. But if you are if you are entertaining and you are competitive, there's no your Q rating doesn't drop. Your price doesn't drop. It only goes up, especially if you two have a classic. So. Anyway, um, let's keep it moving. Y'all let us know what y'all think about the trenches card, about any of the battles, about this easy situation. Let us know, should fans be involved in the business of battle rap? I say they should. Um, dang, there was one other point you made there, and I can't remember what it was. It was two things. But anyway, if I if it comes back to me, I'll bring it back around. Mm-hmm. So a couple of things I want to do um, before while we're still in this battle rap phase. Um, I want to highlight a YouTube drop of the week, right? I know there's always... Again, during this whole little run of drama within the culture, there's always people like, man, I wish we could just focus on the rap. We just focus on the bars. There's been an argument about YouTube drops and not enough focus being put on those. So I want to take this time to highlight a particular battle that I watch on YouTube that I found to be entertaining, that I found to be good. And I think you should watch it. And it is the source versus the saga. Went down on Mike Masters a couple of weekends ago. It was the first drop from that event. Um, it's a one-round battle, so it's not like it's going to take a bunch of your time. It is a highly entertaining battle. The source is very good in that um, Saga loses his mind. Like, listen, Saga needs more plates on URL. He has been really – like, he's been on a run here at the end of – all throughout 2022 into 2023 – that I think has earned him the the opportunity for more plates. Him versus Luke Castro is good. He's really good versus Luke Castro as well. Give this man the two-on-two that you guys had against Jagged, Josh, and Gutta. My, my apologies for not remembering you guys' name off the top of my head. He's been really good. He deserves more plates. He has a, a multi in there that ends up with vote for Pedro as the punch. That is phenomenal. Phenomenal. So, Please go check out that battle. This segment is also brought to you by All Things Battle Rap. Did they pay us to mention their names in this segment? No, they did not. All Things Battle Rap is the All Things Bat Rap is their handle on Twitter, but they post at least once a week a list of YouTube drops. So if you have been complaining about YouTube drops, I know you really mean URL YouTube drops. But if you're really a fan of the culture and you want to support the culture, All Things Battle Rap drops at least once a week a list of battles that have dropped from known names to some of the lesser known names you can go check them out go follow them on twitter and when you see that see that post go watch those battles all right so speaking of the source and battle rap news 
He is making his debut on URL. Speaking of sports washing, by the way, <laughs> I feel like URL was under a bunch of a bunch of criticism and and and, and uh, slander for them stepping in and blocking Danny Myers from from uh, performing on the gutter city card. People deleting the app. I'm done with URL. I'm not watching no impact. I'm out of here. I want no more eight ninety seven ninety nine a month. They go, hey, we got a bunch of one-rounders coming out the night before Gnome. Headlined by, or not headlined, but making his yeah. debut, Thesaurus. And everybody went, oh, my God, URL does it again. I'm so excited. And I'm like, wait, guys, what happened? Like, the energy shifted. Yeah. They, make it, they sports washed. They made an announcement. It was all good. All was forgiven. So I want to get your thoughts on Thesaurus making his debut versus Holmesy the God, one-round battle on the, the Gnome Impact E. Yeah, man, uh, long overdue. The source is obviously uh, one of the legends of battle rap. Literally, probably, um, people always talk about Mount Rushmore. Um, I believe the source has fathered more battle rap styles than any other battler ever. Um, you know, I think there's a lot more little thesauruses around. There's whole leagues, whole genres, whole, you know, everything um, that kind of came from um, the source, which he doesn't get enough credit for. Um and so, yes, a long overdue uh, um, debut came kind of out of nowhere. Um, you know, one thing that's been amazing, not only like the, the reception that the fans have given, seeing him finally on on URL, um, but then just, I mean, it's got to be cool for the source. You know, he's, he's battles every year. You know, he battles a handful of times every year, maybe even a little bit more. Um, but there's probably not a lot of high anticipation for his battles, you know, unless it's on a certain league, maybe, um, you know, maybe like the kid twist battle, of course, cause the Pat stay event or whatever. Um, so to see him like, like whenever you have a lot of people that are just can't wait to watch your battle or whatever, it does something different to you when you're writing, you know what I mean? Mm, and so to right. see him like get that, you know, for, for this battle is, is just really cool, really refreshing. And so, um, Holmes, he's a formidable opponent, you know, uh, Holmes, he's a good battler. Um, you know, we know that, uh, you know, Holmes, he's, uh, he had a good one rounder against Oso. He's, you know, he's been, he's been uh, successful in the ultimate madness tournament. Um, did he win it? Did he, he won it? He yes. won the ultimate. Yeah. Yes. He beat Bill you know? in the finals. Yeah. So, you know, there's, you know, tournament winner two two battles. You know, I don't, they don't even, even market it that way anyway, you know, like, you know, except, you know, we know Pete did it two times, you know? So, um, so, you know, there's, there, there's some, there's some little storylines within the battle. Um, I pre- I would have preferred to be a three round debut, you know, um, but it is what it is, you know. I don't know if they offered him other battles or opportunities, and this is the one he chose. Um, but ultimately, that whole card's got some good stuff on it. Um, excited to watch Chef Trez and J Boy, Chess and Mac Myron, um, you know, just some of these other battles that are on there too. One rounders that'd be a good, uh, you know, a, a, some good content for the app, you know, to drop to drop during the month, you know, to see some of those battles. So, yeah, shout out to Pete. Shout out to Source, man. Long overdue. Hopefully he goes in there and gets crazy. I think the crowd will be real receptive, you know. And, and like you said, he just came off of a very good performance against uh, Source. Um, I mean, the saga. And, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so so I'm looking forward to him, like, kind of rolling with that momentum. Yeah, I, uh, I echo those sentiments. Um, if they could somehow – URL could do a lot of goodwill with the culture. They could somehow get you, Ilmac, and Thesaurus to make their debuts all in 2023 on URL. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, like, if you want to continue this whole sports-washing analogy, yeah. uh, 
P Smack, Chico, Beasley. Um, but yeah, I think it's very dope to see him um, make his debut. I'm interested. I would love to know the size of the venue that they're going to be in. Are we talking small room? I'm assuming one rounders. I'm assuming really small room, maybe just the battle rappers, maybe just a select, a small group of, of fans allowed in. To me, that's a really good start way for the source to get his start for those who may, again, everyone's not a battle rap lifer. Everyone's not a, you know, a fan of the culture in that way. Some people are URL only. So they might be going, yo, who is this white guy who's battling, you know, Holmesy, Right. Um, and so you could have some of that happening, but if it's a smaller room, I think that's a great start for him. I'm curious to see if he will battle again, what that next opponent looks like. Are we talking a volume? Are we talking like, what are we talking? Another one round band setting? Like I'm curious to see what the next opponent is, which it could potentially be twerk. Twerk has said that he, that's a guy that on, is on his bucket list to battle. Um, and so that would be very, very, I'm going to say this, the source, if they call you and they say it's twerk. Now I, I get it. You missed the two time, everything, father, a bunch of styles, all of that. Kudos. Excellent. Look at you go. But if they say twerk on a stage, <laughs> like a thousand people. They lining you up. Listen to me <laughs> on my Piper boy. They lining you up, bro. Do not step on stage with twerk with like a thousand. Nah, I see. The source is not the guy that like there's no lining the source up. He can go get bodied and it doesn't matter. He's still the source. You know what I mean? Like he's not he's not, you know. If if he went like the opportunity to rap on a stage of a thousand people on URL, the source takes that battle. Listen. That, that opportunity might not ever happen again. Marvin Quest are also legends, pioneers, yep. and one of the top moments from fans, not me, myself, one of the top moments of, of, of recent URL memory in history is Twerk jumping over Suge with a Space Jam dunk bar and people losing their minds. I'm going to say it again. You and they survived it. They survived it. I mean, they survived it, but it's just like, yo, when you want, first of all, it's not as if Marvin Quest catalog on that brand is that extensive to begin with. So when you start to talk about them on that brand, yes, they survived it. That's like one of the first two or three things that's going to get mentioned when you talk about their time on URL. Not Quest having a, a, a really dope performance versus Cortez, not their not their performance against. Uh, chess and steams, which should be the first thing they talk about. One of that is the first thing that they'll talk about. They'll talk about that over the sugar. Man, you are if if it's a URL hardcore fan, yeah. right? And Marvin Quest have not again their catalog is not extensive. That twerk thing is going to be one or two, one or it's going to be the first. So again, I don't want the source to have a really dope performance against Holmesy. Then they call him for like summer madness, and they say <laughs> you versus twerk three rounds. 1500 people. I have respect for the sources, pen, his battle rap knowledge, all of that. Maybe, maybe he surprises me. I just would be concerned. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I would, because anytime Twerk says, Hey, I would like to battle you, he normally puts on one of his better performances. Um, Tay Rock, JC, Averb, 
he normally puts on one of his better performances. This comment made me remember what I was going to talk about. I don't know how any of this is from Julius of L.A. He says, I don't know how any of these URL battlers can, can talk all crazy while under these slave co contracts. Can't even cross the street to battle. Now, listen, a couple of things. Now I can't get it to come off the screen. I don't know what happened. There you go. Um, so this brings me to another point about twerk and battling. He recently tweeted you and said, hey, I think we should lock in this year. I think that you obviously I think you're amazing. I think you're great. That then becomes very interesting because the circumstances under which he was to battle you the first time, it was like uh, twerk has been put in timeout and to get out of timeout, he now has to battle you. Now we're in a space where he says, hey, let's make it happen this year. So I want to give you the first opportunity to on this platform to talk about how you feel about twerk saying Let's lock it in this year. Um, you know, I think I said this in one of our other podcasts, I think. Um, or I said it on the phone to somebody. This is the year Twerk can win champion of the year. Like, um, and, and I, I really think so. And if that's like something that, you know, he, he wants, um, uh, you know, that he's gonna need to, to, to lock in with some with some top notch competition and make you know make some impact and do some different things, you know. Um, but this is the year that he can do that, you know. Um, so yeah, him saying you know, let's lock in, you know. I responded like you know with the emojis, like hey, you know, I, I've been saying this, you know, the last time I the last time I even got to mention battling twerk, you know, his manager jumped in and was you know. Why would you even entertain this? It's never going to happen unless it happens on URL. Da 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 da. da. Just run his mouth, and I was just like, "All right, you know, let's. This is ridiculous." Um, so for him to kind of say, "Let's lock in," um, could be twofold. You know, it could just be um him trying to like leverage a situation, maybe on the riot or maybe on the trenches or whatever it may be. Um, and uh, and then you know it could be it could just be you know him just talking, you know. Um, but regardless, you know, I'm always ready. I'm always ready to battle uh, guys like Twerk. Um, those are the battles that I want. The big name guys, the guys that people say, you know, if they're on 10, you can't beat them. Um, but uh, but yeah, I think that he's kind of in warrior mode right now. And I mean, like he tweeted it yesterday, right now, he's he's literally writing with one of the greatest writers in the world, Rum Diddy. He's probably just uh, they're probably coming up with some of the craziest material, and he's just like, you know what, I'm the greatest in the world. Let me just go ahead and just call out everybody, you know, <laughs> because you know, I mean, at the end of the day, it's work probably is like you know, on 10, um, the best battle rapper of all time. And um, for three rounds, you know, um, he's, I mean, he, he, it's a debate. He's in the category of, of, of a handful of guys who can consider that, you know. Um, so. Uh, so, yeah, you know, uh, flattering, you know, uh, I've always rocked with twerk outside of battle rap and stuff. So su super cool. But, yeah, um, tweets are tweets, man. You know, once once somebody hits me up, you know, I, I've got a rapport with. 99% of the leagues out here, you know, <laughs> so there's all the leagues you can book me except one, you know, so, um, and that league booked me too, but, you know, yeah, obviously they, they, you know, that's going to be one of these, I believe what the source, I highly doubt the source signed an exclusivity contract for his debut against Holmesy, but I could be wrong. So, um, so yeah, I, I, I'll be waiting on the call. Hey, listen, I'll do respect to easy to black act. If he calls, decline <laughs> if he calls hey i got twerk man stop playing get off my line bro that that battle the one place it will not happen what you mean decline get the deposit 
and then and then watch watch the battle no. fall through. <laughs> touche, touche. I can tell you, I know there. No, there's ninety eight percent. You're good with ninety nine percent of the leagues. There's ninety eight percent or two percent of the leagues that battle will not go down on. Right now, URL and, and Gutter City. All due respect. But, I mean, Easy announced that he's dropping all the trenches stuff on Chrome 23, so I almost wonder, you know, if, like, um, you know, if they 3% of the league. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I was going to say, if, if, yeah. Right, no, RBE, too. He's not going to RBE. <laughs> this number keeps going up. We... <laughs> it's really got to be the riot. It's got to be the riot, or it's got to be some kind of, like, uh, you know, some other league that's kind of on the, on the up-and-coming, you know, I mean, look, maybe, maybe KOTD, you know, a little bit of a truce make at, at the patch day event. I'm just yeah, maybe I battle. Hey, listen, dog. If if some, I'm just gonna throw this out into the universe. If somehow KOTD and URL have brokered peace and they bring back Blackout, I, yes, that that is the that is the venue. That's the matchup Black- too. That that that's, that's the matchup. The matchup. That's yeah. the match. Bec- given the history of how this was supposed to have been a band battle anyway, it was supposed to be a surprise, um, and then it kind of because nobody can keep their mouth closed, it got leaked anyway. If you could make that happen, blackout. When you hear Rocky Top, <laughs> I might have to switch the song up for that one. <laughs> I I appreciate you, but when you hear Rocky Top and A War comes out. And all of a sudden, you know, you hear, uh, I think it's Mushu, which is like is like a, a drill record from Twerk from his Jerusalem yeah. album. It, that goes down and people will lose their ish. That's all I'm saying. So the one thing I want to say about that comment from Julius, like these are not slave contracts. Like, to be fair, these are not slave contracts. These are this is how negoti- URL negotiates. And this is these are their terms. You have the option, as Ward said earlier, to accept, deny, or try to negotiate and see if you can get something better for yourself. I can't be mad at URL for what they put out there because people accept it. If people don't want don't want better, and I use that as a relative term, but they don't want better for themselves contractually, I can't help you. Um, when we when you almost signed, there was a lot of talk between yourself, other people in the industry, other people on URL. We had conversations about it. There was a lot of counsel that went into that before you before you said initially, okay, cool, I'll do it. Um, so I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't, it's, I don't call them slave contracts. They, those are their terms. You have to make the decision on what you want to do with it. And you know, All I right. mean, it just goes back to like, it's like you know why these guys signed these contracts. They, they, I mean, you know why I didn't sign the contract. You know, it's like these guys didn't have things going for them in battle rap. You know, these big contracts, these five, six year ones. Like, they're the guys that were like, you know what? Like, uh, we need you, you know? we. I need URL. I need this 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 platform and these opportunities and this tournament and everything is going to give me the opportunity to, to become somebody, you know? And th- they recognize their need for somebody, and they signed the contracts because it was worth it to them, you know? Um, and that's that's just what's tough about it. It's just uh, easy as a fan favorite, and everybody just wants to, you know – but like, yo, like there's an integrity and there's a there's a you know, this is my word. This is what I signed. Now, I don't know the behind the scenes stuff. I don't know if URL is willing to renegotiate. You know, if after two, three years, he's like, look, I'm right. I'm at this point. I like to renegotiate my contract. You know, I like to, you know, do this, that and the third, you know, 
if that if those conversations happened, or if it just one day he's just like, look, I'm battling Hitman Hollow. And like, if that's the case, then I can see why they would just be so like, excuse me, the audacity. <laughs> yeah, I'm there's I know he talks about and this is the last thing we can move on. I know he talks about like, look, I had to put in the work. That is true. But they also they do put an investment in you when they give you those names and put you on those particular those brand matchups. Right. When mm-hmm. you start getting a known summer madness look, when you start getting again, almost getting Mook on the Drake card. When you battle chess, when you get to those names, like that means something. This is what people don't understand. It's like, yes, we do rap, but guess how much I rap? I rap a whole lot, right? Guess how many of those are covered by by the 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 elite media? You know what I mean? Very few. You know, guess how many of those are considered? You know, um, uh, elite level battles when it comes to like chicken of the year and different things like that. You know, like yes, you did your thing. But because URL booked you, I, I did my thing against Emerson Kennedy on Mike Masters. You know, you could do your thing the same way on URL. And it's 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 not all you. Like it's all, all me. It's their brand. They booked you. They paid for it. They, their stamp made Jay Black cover it, made, you know, it count as champion of the year, made your name rise up. Made, you know what I mean? Like that's stuff that they that they can actually say, this is us. This is what we built. This is the following that we have. This is why your why your big battles matter more because of everything we've done before you got here, you know. Yeah. And you can't just say that's 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 all me. Yeah, the performances are, you know, the performance you're going to cooking. That's good stuff, but you can't just say that's all me whenever they built that, you know. Yep, yep. So y'all, let us know what y'all think about all this stuff, man. Like, um, let's let's turn the page and get into some some basketball. So I want to start with some breaking news that broke while we were on the air and so i'm just gonna i'm not even going to say it i'm just going to put it on the screen well i will say it for those who will listen to this on podcast we appreciate you guys uh let me uh let's see video file please talk amongst yourselves as i do this downloads oh it won't let me do it never mind i can't grab it i thought i could actually hold on nope it would not let me do it so Chris Paul has been waived by the Phoenix Suns. Interesting. He is now a free agent and, and free to sign with whomever. I know there was discussion at the end of the season that they were pre- prepared to part ways with him and move on, but it is now official. They have decided to uh, move on from Chris Paul. So your what, what team, just off the top of your head, I know this just broke, right, and I'm asking you in the moment. But what team off the top of your head you think would make sense for Chris Paul if he were to uh, to sign with someone else? If he doesn't retire, by the way. Because I think the I, Lakers. Think, yeah, I think the Lakers. I think it's the Lakers. Oof. It's either the Lakers or the Knicks. Brockton, the true point guard? I mean, Br- Brunson? I mean, I think he's – yeah, I think he's able to set the table and get his if he needs to. I think he proved that in his playoff run. I think he proved okay. – let me, let, let me give you the team. Let me give you the team. This is obvious. The team is the Boston Celtics. Oh, That's yeah. I, I was trying to think of who I, who I kept thinking like needs a point guard. But, yeah, the team, yeah, you actually might be right there. That's the team. That's the team. There's always there's been talk about for the last two, three years about their need for a true point guard. Yeah. Chris Paul at this stage of his career obviously is not the scorer. Heck, he might not be the defender. 
um, that he was. Well, he's definitely not the defender he once was. But I think if they re-sign Tatum, they re-sign Brown, we could be in the phase of his career where he is, uh, you know, $3 million, $4 million mid-level exception guy where he's not making a ton of money, not taking up a bunch of space on your cap. He can be that guy for your team. I'm trying to think. I feel like he would have been really good in Dallas had they not got gotten Kyrie. Um, dang, there's another team that I thought he would be perfect for, but now it's I'm blanking out. To be honest, if he returned back to New Orleans, I think he'd be a good fit there, just from a yeah. leadership perspective, uh, with all the things that with all the things that they need. Although having two small guards with him and CJ McCollum, but yes, yeah, to me, it's the Celtics. That's the obvious choice. What about Milwaukee? You know, I would have thought two years ago when they were like trying to chase that first championship and people were not sure if Drew Holiday was a viable point guard option. I think at this stage it might be too late. Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe you could have a, a lineup with Drew Holiday and Chris Paul as your as your backcourt. I still think at his age, and again, he's not as he's always been short, right? I feel like he's a liability defensively that yeah. Giannis can make up for a lot of things. Drew can make up for a lot of things, but I don't know if that's, that's going to work. So breaking yeah. news, man, Chris Paul, Chris Paul. So NBA finals game three tonight, Nuggets versus heat. A couple of stats I want to get to. They, the heat tied the series up um, at a game of peace after winning on Sunday night in Denver. Um, and so I just want to throw these stats out at you because it is clear in my estimation, the reason the Heat are three games away from winning an NBA championship as an eighth seed is obviously they made a deal with the devil. <laughs> it's the only thing that makes sense. They they were an eighth seed for a reason. They were down three with three minutes to go to the Chicago, Chicago Bulls, excuse me, in the playing game. Right? They beat the. We talked that we had the little fake Cody conversation uh, last week. They beat the number. They beat the top two seeds in their in their conference to get to the finals. But let, let me throw these stats at you. Miami, as a team this year, shot shot thirty six percent from three. That was twenty seventh in the league. Right. Um, most of their players shot thirty five to thirty four percent. Only one player in the regular season shot over the league average of thirty six percent, which was Tyler Hero at thirty seven. In these playoffs, they're shooting thirty nine percent as a team. In particular. Caleb Martin, Duncan Robinson, and Gabe Vincent are shooting uh, 41% combined, or 43% combined. Martin and Robinson are shooting 44. Uh, Vincent shooting 41. Martin in the regular season was at 35. Robinson was at 32. Vincent was at 33. To put that 43% uh, three-point shooting percentage into context, in 2017, the greatest jump shooting team of all time the 2017 warriors that won a chip with clay steph and kd shot 41 percent this heat trio is on pace to shoot 43 they have made a de- they've made a deal with the illuminati <laughs> they have made their blood sacrifice and is the and that's why lionel messi's headed to miami for his next meeting <laughs> with the same people that the heat just got just got done talking to <laughs> It does not make sense. Like, I'm a fake analytics guy, right? So I'll make this comparison. One year in our fantasy league, you had a team that, like, I used to keep, like, you know, if you want to make the playoffs, you got to average just about this amount of points a game. 
your team was averaging below the, the threshold to make the playoffs. And then you kept facing teams that were having that were playing below their point totals. And I kept we were arguing in the group chat for for weeks. I'm like, he's going to regress. He's got a regression is coming. And you even change your team name that's had some regression in it because you got annoyed at me throwing that out there every week when you kept winning to find the numbers. At some point, you would have thought Miami would have regressed and came back to the mean. They have not regressed. And it is, quite frankly, it is astounding. And it is baffling people who cover the sport because it does not make sense. There's one thing to be hot for a series. It's another thing to be hot for it, an entire run, especially when something is jump shooting, which it's it's they say it's a miss or make league, and it is true. But the variance on that, like you just don't become the Splash Brothers overnight. And it boggles my mind. So going forward, how do you think this series plays out with those numbers, right, of how hot they've been shooting just all playoffs long? Do you think the Heat can win this title? I think they can, yeah. Um, you know, I think that it came – something happened in the playoffs. I mean, after you after you get to play in games, you know, you're kind of like, all right, we made it into a series. You know, now let's see what we can do. But I think after that first series – and maybe in the series in the Knicks, it's like you talk about regression. It's like I think this team like grew up like in the playoffs, you know. And I think that they looked at each other and said, you know what, we're not an eight seed. Like, what are we doing? You know what I mean? Like, like this is it's not necessarily like yo, we're playing out of our minds. I think that this kind of was like, hey, bro, like we can go win this thing. You know, we got the we got the the shooters, the whatever it is, because. They're hitting open shots. They're, they're playing good offense. They're playing good defense. It's not like they're just going behind the back bank shots, going in something crazy stuff like that. You know, they're playing good basketball. Uh, I'm still, I'm still Nuggets in six. Um, you know, I still think the Nuggets. I think the Nuggets win tonight. Um, but, uh, but man, I mean, Hemi buckets. You know, and and the, and these guys that he's got around him shooting the ball, and then Bam Adebayo getting twenty and ten. That's a good. That's a good basketball team, coached by a very, very good coach. I, I must say, I'm a little disappointed that they're playing zone. Um, I'll, I'll just throw that out there now. Man up, get a yeah. shot. You're too good defensively to be playing zone. I, I mean, I think to me, I said this in a Discord. I said this on the show in the Western Conference Finals. The key to the team is Jamal Murray. I get Jokic yeah. is their best player. He's the most important player. But if Jamal Murray is going to get you 25 points a game, I would. Love to see. I probably could do the crunch the numbers myself, but I would love to see if Jamal, when Jamal Murray scores, excuse me, at least the set the number at 23 points a game, what their record is in this run, which it has to be pretty high because they've only lost four games. Yeah. But over, over, I guess, go back to the bubble to, you know, in this particular run, when he scores over 23 points a game, I'm pretty sure that win percentage is pretty high. Jokic yeah. is going to get his. You're not going to stop him. But if you're going to slow down, if Jamal Murray gets hot, it's it's good night. Yeah, yeah. I think the thing if you if the thing that should encourage you if you're a Nuggets supporter or a Nuggets fan is that they went crazy from three and you still had a chance to send it to overtime. Yeah, like and they shot terrible from from three game one. And and you know you obviously won. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so I think that's the thing that should encourage you if you're a Nuggets fan. Um, and I think the other thing that should encourage you is that you're able to make these runs. They started off terribly in game one. They were down 10-2. By the end of the first quarter, they were down three. Same thing happens in the fourth quarter. They're down nine with, like, two minutes left, right? And then they get two back-to-back threes, get the stops, 
and got a to me they got a good look from Jamal. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't a bad shot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I know there's this whole thing about whether you make Jokic into a scorer versus passer. He passed the ball, the guys just didn't make the shots. If the yeah, guys yeah. Make the shots, the Nuggets likely win they win that game. Mm-hmm. I think the Nuggets are still the better team. They got to figure out that zone. I thought they did a really good job in game one of getting Jokic in the middle and then finding cutters and finding shooters. Michael Porter Jr.'s got to start shooting better. I mean, three for 17 from three is awful. Um, but I think that the Nuggets are the better team. I'm with you. I think Nuggets in six. Um, and I think they have the – I think they win tonight. You got the, the Nuggets tonight? Yeah, I got the I got the Nuggets tonight, yeah. yeah. I got the Nuggets as well. I think they win. Um, we'll see. We'll see if this Illuminati sacrifice that Miami has made will continue. Uh, and whether he culture – this isn't a joke that I made of my own. I saw it on the Dan Levitard show. Whether it truly is a culture or a cult, um, you know, <laughs> we'll find out. Because if they win the championship and continue to shoot like that, we need it. We need an investigation. Yeah, we need an investigation. Yeah, Saudi Arabia has just bought the Miami Heat. <laughs> <laughs> Last thing, I want to close the stride on this. We can get out of here. So Nick Nurse was hired to be the head coach of the Phoenix. I'm sorry, not Philadelphia. Philadelphia 76ers. Um, and he had a press conference. By the way, shout out to Monty Williams getting becoming the highest paid coach in NBA history. Shout out to you. I, I have to question what Detroit was thinking, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> so he had th- Nick Nurse had this exchange at his press conference. Pardon me? Do you want James Harden back? James Harden's a great player. I yeah. didn't answer the question. Well, I would say this is that um, uh, James has a decision to make. And um, I'd be very happy if he came back. Yeah. Do you want James Harden back? So I'm going to let it run. Do you want James Harden back? When he says, pardon me, do you want James Harden back? You heard him the first time, bro. (laughs) Like, let's just keep it a buck. I mean, listen, uh, what's the name of the guy who Daryl Morris is the GM. I, you know, he's going to make what I think that are best decisions for the team. We'll have a talk. If it were my preference, no, I would not want him back. <laughs> let's right. start. Th- let's start there. No, you would not want him back. I'm gonna let it run a little bit more. James Harden's a great player. If yeah. didn't answer the question, well, I would say this: James Harden's. We know James Harden's a great player, sir. Yeah. Do you want him back? No, I don't want him back. But then here's the part that I love that, at the end. Um, uh, James has a decision to make, and. Um, I'd be very happy if he came back. Yeah. 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 That right there is just like, I think I, I, I might have so, sold the lie. No, game three has not started. I don't know what part of the world you live in. Game three has not started. It is tonight, my good man. Our Two good hours. An hour and a half away. Two hours away. Somewhere, yeah. So let me ask you this. Other than this moment right now, have you ever been put on the spot with an awkward question where you obviously had to lie like Nick Nurse was, other than this moment right now. Yikes. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Um, pardon me? What was, your, what was the question? Pardon me? <laughs> so I take time it, a time or yeah. I'm not going to ask you to dive into particulars, because that, uh, we will, we will. Speak. Man, I've been, I've been asked questions like that. I've been asked questions like that in church, in you know, in in battle rap interviews, um, you know what I mean. Like, there's been times where I've been hit with questions where I'm just like, oh, well, um, you know, we're gonna go this route, and uh, you know, <laughs> and Lord will forgive me. 
<laughs> I'm trying to think. Have I ever been asked a question where I was unprepared to answer? Um, I'm gonna be honest. I did the same difference podcast. Um, they had a live show, and there was a segment where they had me on. Um, and they asked about Bill Cosby, and I was like, you know what? I actually might have said I plead the fifth on that live taping. Like, I am not equipped to talk about Bill Cosby, and it is not something I want to get into in public. There are certain conversations, not that I have yeah. a contrarian view of Bill Cosby. Let me make that clear. Um, but that is a complex issue, and I don't want to discuss that in front of a live studio audience, please. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm good. I will pass on that discussion. So I think that might have been one of those moments where I'm like, mm-mm. We're good. We're good. So y'all let, let us know. Have y'all been asked any compromise? I would want to hear from y'all. What compromising questions have you been asked in public that you had to answer? And what was it? And what was your answer? You can change the names to try to spare the innocent, but we want to hear from you guys. And with that, mm-hmm. that is our show. There's a couple of things, topics I didn't get a chance to get into. We'll get into them next week. Um, we want to thank you guys for tuning in, watching, commenting, um, you can catch every episode of It's a Black and White Thing by going to the podcast app of your choice. Wherever you find the good ones, give us five stars, not four stars. Leave a comment. Um, you can also check us out on YouTube by searching at Brains and Bars. Same for our social media on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Brains and Bars. Share, like, subscribe, comment, all that good stuff. Um, until next time, it's been a black and white thing. Um, and guys, enjoy the game three of the finals. We'll holler at y'all next week. Enjoy Vegas, my man. Have a good time. Go Google Stadium Swim at Circa Casino and Hotel. That's where I'm watching game four. And just And then just message me afterwards and be like, okay, bro, I see you. I see you. Oh, oh. I actually went and Googled it while we're online here. Oh, okay. All right. Yo, is that actually a board? <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Wow. Let's go. All right. All right. Make sure you got your sunscreen. You ain't never lying. (laughs) All right, man. We holler at y'all next week. Y'all be easy. All right, man. Peace. Yep.